Okay. I thought I thought we were doing more. Uh, oh, I well more buzz. Oh. All right, that's fine. Just kidding. Yeah, just it's cool. <laughs> Welcome back to the Franken Sisters podcast. Uh, so today's episode is a little bit different. We're covering Barbarian, which is a newer movie. When we usually do older classics, yeah. And most of the time, well, actually, yeah. Every single movie we've done so far, I've seen. And then I had Paris watch it with me. But, but this, this time... This time, it was different. I hadn't actually seen it before, and we put it we on one night. We watched it together. Yeah, we watched yeah. it together and put it on one night, and what a wild ride. It was wild. It's like... It, it was crazy. But honestly. we loved it. It was a great movie. Really good lie. movie. Um, but before we get started on that, I just want to say thank you to all our viewers out there um, who are not our family. Uh, I mean, thanks to our family, too, for supporting, but also... <laughs> no, s- screw them. N- not thank you to our family. <laughs> but we we have a bunch of viewers now who are not our family. You know, we have people on the other side of the country listening. We have people on the other side of the world who are listening. Heck yeah. Thanks to the one random person in Belgium. Thank you, Belgium person. <laughs> who's been listening to every episode we've done so far. Um but it's it's super cool because it's you know for a long time it's just been me and my horror movies and I you know have to convince people to watch them with me and since we've started the podcast I've successfully tricked my sister into watching horror movies with me and talking about them and yeah she tricked me I, yeah and now I'm now I'm all in <laughs> but uh, and, but you know now people are listening and other people who love horror movies as much as I do so it's really cool. So thank you uh, for listening. We're new, but we appreciate all the support we get. Thank you, not family. (laughs) Okay, with that said... Movie time. Movie time. So uh, Barbarian came out last year and was written and directed by Zach Kreger, who had actually done a lot of comedy, um, which I think definitely shows. Yeah, definitely. I I Um, can see that. But he was inspired by a nonfiction book called The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. And the book is basically about trusting your gut and learning warning signs to keep you out of harm's way. And I think probably our main character (laughs) in Barbarian (laughs) should have read it. Yeah, she should have. But I thought that was interesting because, you know, usually um, when when movies are based off of books, or at least horror movies anyway, it's it's fiction, but it's a nonfiction book. It's nonfiction? It's nonfiction. Really? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I... Super interesting, but I guess he had a really hard time um, getting the movie made, I guess, which I guess it kind of does make sense um, because, you know, we, we have a, a new character introduced halfway into the movie. True. And he's a, a, he's a Hollywood guy, and I guess all the movie studios were like, nobody wants to watch that. That's weird. Okay, but they, but they are were full wrong. Of shit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm glad it did get made because it's a really fun movie. It is fun. It's, it's a wild ride. And it, you know what? It paid off. Uh, eventually, 20th Century Studio took a chance on it, and it would pay off because it made $45 million. On a $4 million budget. Oh, fucking yep. dope. It has gotten really good reviews and holds a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Heck yeah. Deserved. 
Deserved, yeah. Really, really deserved. Really fun movie. Um, I wish I had more kind of like trivia and fun facts, but I couldn't find uh, as much online, and I think that's probably because it's a newer movie. And plus, I mean, the the book thing, it's not like there's too much of like yeah, trivia not yet. for I mean, it. And I'm sure as time goes on, you know, more fun stuff will come out about it. But um, yeah, I think uh, I recommend watching it. If you haven't, if you want to watch it, don't listen to the podcast. This yes, is definitely spoilers. A movie. Yeah, it's a definitely a movie to go in blind. That's the best oh, way to 100%, enjoy it. 100%. 100%. Also, I will say, I think the way they did the trailer for this movie was really good. Because it doesn't give anything away. Which I think is really important. Yes, very important. And I saw so many horror movies. And movies in general. But especially, like, horror movies you want to preserve. Yeah. You want what happens. Because that, horror movies are supposed to be, like, mysterious. Right. And, and not you don't want to get it ruined for you. In your face and obvious. Um, but I think they did a really good job with advertising it. And just, um, yeah, I love this movie. So if you haven't seen it, turn this off now and go watch it. Watch it. And then come back so you can hear us describe it scene by scene. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Without further ado, here is Barbarian. Barbarian. Why am I getting anxious? Okay. <laughs> so, the film opens up on a cold, rainy night on Barbary Street. And we see this cute little house. Uh, we can't see much around it. Just a well-lit, nice little house. And a jeep pulls up, and we meet Tess. And she's sitting in her car, uh, and she she's trying to read, open an email and, and read some information because this is an Airbnb she's staying at. And also this guy, Marcus, keeps calling her, and she's like, no, I don't want to talk to you. Um, so she goes up to the house, and she can't get, or she, hold on, she can't get into the key box. No, doesn't no, she, she can, open it? She can't get into the key box. The key's not there, though. Right, right, right. Okay, so she gets into the house. She goes up to the house uh, to go to the key box, and she enters in the code, but the key's not there. And she keeps trying to call the rental company, but she can't get through. So she goes back to her car, and she waits, but then she notices that there's a light on in the house. Well, so the light she, turned on. Yeah, a light turns she, on. While she was exactly. out there. And she rings the doorbell, and she's knocking, and then Keith opens the door, who's played by Bill Skarsgård. Mr. Pennywise. Mr. Pennywise, and I... I've He's never, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him in this role before. I've always seen him as, you know, Pennywise, or he was in... Um, what was that show called? The, um, the, the Stephen King-inspired show. That I was telling you. Oh, so he's been in multiple horror movies then. Yeah, he's been. And then he, yeah, the first time I ever saw him, he played like this werewolf character. Oh. <laughs> and so he's op- he opens the door. And uh, they're both kind of confused as to why he's there. And then they kind of, they talk it out and they're both renting it. it the, the Airbnb was double booked. And uh, he invites her in. Keith is a gentleman. He's a gentleman, and you don't you don't suspect he's a gentleman. You think at first. He's, he, you think he's creepy. yeah. We were watching it. We were like, don't go, don't in, go, Tess. In, Tess. Don't no. be stupid. Um, oh, by the way, Georgina Campbell Campbell is her name as Tess. She's, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Did you know she's British? 
I did not know she's British. Yeah. I she actually has a really good American accent. Yeah, I would have never thought. And I was like, why? Ha- she's such a good actress. I don't know why I have not seen her in more. Oh, so she's just in but like a lot of British exactly, stuff. Exactly, she's British. Um, the Brits. The Brits. In it. In it. <laughs> and the house inside is nice. Um, but yeah, they're talking and she's like, what the hell? is going on here and she's she's actually very hesitant to go inside and she's very nervous about the situation as any woman understandable would be. yeah um but so she's like hey can i see your rental confirmation to make sure that you are in fact supposed to be here and he shows her so he is also supposed to be there and so Tess goes to use the bathroom, and all of his stuff is in there. His toothbrush is it's on, on the floor. floor. What? Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, why? There was room on what? the counter. There was room on... You could have put your bag that he had on the counter on the floor and then put his toothbrush there. I just... Yeah, that was a poor choice on, yeah. on Keith's part. I think if anything were to scare me it would, away, it would be the toothbrush <laughs> on the floor. I would have been... I walked in there, seen the toothbrush on before, and be like, <laughs> Okay, I gotta leave. <laughs> um... <laughs> She goes back into the living room, and Keith, again, being a total gentleman, he's offering to make her tea, and he's like, hey, well, let's figure this out. Let's call some hotels and see where you're going to go. And so she's making all these calls to see if she can find a room, and she can't. And Keith, Keith, (laughs) Teeth. It's a a combination (laughs) between Tess and Keith. That's their ship name. We stand Teeth. We love Teeth. (laughs) (laughs) But he's Keith remembers that there's actually a convention in town, and that she probably won't be able to find a room. And this is like still when you're like, oh, he he just knows everything. And he's making he's, up excuses, he's gonna her. and he's going to murder her. Yeah. We're like, that's, get out of there, Tess. That's what you think of at first, and they do a great job at uh, what subjecting or subverting, subverting your like expectations. Hey, you're, you're spoiling the movie. Oh my bad. <laughs> But and so, as far as we know, as far as you know, Keith is still on the table. The questionable. He's still questionable. Uh, but anyway, so he's like, I could. I he finds a bottle of wine, and he's like, I know, noticed I, you didn't drink your. tea. I noticed you didn't drink your tea, <laughs> so I didn't want to open up the wine until you got here because I thought you'd want to see me open it. And uh, you know, we love. I kind of, you kind of, kind of, kind of love Keith, even though you suspect he might be yeah. a murderer. He's he's so he's super charming. He's super charming. Oh, and then what happened before that is that she goes into the bedroom. He he offers to sleep on the couch, and she can take the bedroom. And so she goes into the bedroom, and she sees that his wallet is left on the nightstand. And she's smart. She takes a picture of his ID. Yes, ma'am. So she's a smart main character, and I like that. Well, kind of smart. At you some know, points. Honestly, I was thinking about this, though. Like, what would you do in that situation? Because, also, I forgot to mention, this movie takes place in a really bad part of Detroit. Really bad part a of really Detroit. really bad <laughs> part of Detroit. And she knows it's a bad part of Detroit. So what do you do in that situation? Do you go wait out in the car in this you really drive bad away. and unsafe neighborhood? Like, what do you do? And you, I you, would drive away and just sleep in, like, find the nicest neighborhood I could and just sleep in my car. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, if Bill Skarsgård answers the door, though, he opens up the bottle of wine and he starts drinking it and she's like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to drink your tea. I don't want to drink your wine. I don't want to drink your wine. But he's a smooth talker, you know? And eventually we, we flash over to them, and they're sitting on the couch together, drinking their wine, t- 
talking about relationships. If Mr. Bill, you know what? If if Mr. Bill was in the in the house I rented, and he he, he would smooch me up easily. <laughs> I say, what a pleasant surprise! What a pleasant surprise! <laughs> I don't care if you're a murderer or not. Oh, murder me! You try, <laughs> ooh, murder me, please. Jk. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, they're they're having this conversation, and also we find out that out that Tess is there for a job interview. And that they're both into jazz music. And he was actually... So she's there to make it, help make a documentary. That's what her job interview is for. And the documentary that they're making happens to be about something that he's involved in. So they kind of find common ground there. Um, and then they kind of start discussing relationships. And we find out that Tess is getting into... Or trying to get out of a bad and toxic relationship. With Marcus. With Marcus, yeah. Uh. And she says, uh, I keep going back. And that's that's her problem, is that she keeps going back, which is keep that, stick that in oh, your back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that back there, in the back of your head. And she's, you know, she's talking about how scary it is to be a girl. And she was like, you know, if you knocked on my door, I wouldn't have let you in. Which I feel like kind of proves the opposite point. Yeah. Right? Definitely. It's scary to be a girl. If you knocked on my door, I wouldn't let you in. Right, because like, she's uh, a girl. He let her in. Whereas if, if it were some dude, like, yeah, I wouldn't let some random guy into my house yeah, either. Yeah, me neither. But, like, being a girl, you know. And I think that's more of, like, uh, a, a good thing. I mean, not a good thing, but, you know, she's lucky now that she has, like, a bed to sleep in now. But I do think this movie does highlight um, a few interesting social points which is well you know men and women we face different issues we both have issues but I would say we have gender specific issues and I think from a woman's point of view this does a good job at highlighting some of the differences that we face Mm -hmm. right and we'll talk about that later uh, when it comes to certain scenes but anyway so yeah they're kind of they're getting comfy with each other and, uh, smooshing up, smooshing up with each other, um, and then uh, they go. She goes to bed, and uh, they shows she's in bed. She's trying to sleep, and she locks the door before she, she goes to sleep. Yeah, and or she, maybe she doesn't lock it. Maybe she just shuts it. Really, I could have sworn she locked it. I think she locks it the second time. Oh, but yeah, true. So she, her door's shut. She's trying to sleep, but she's awoken. Awakened. She, she's awoken. <laughs> she's woke. She. No, you know what. <laughs> This movie's not woke. It's not, no. (laughs) (laughs) Which I appreciate. She she was awakened. She was awakened. And we, because she, I think she hears her door kind of crack open. And then she's also hearing Keith. Having night terrors. Having night terrors, right? So she goes out there and she's, and as she's walking to go check on Keith, we see a, down the hall, the basement door shuts. Okay. And so she goes to, to, to wake up Keith, and she wakes him up, and he's like, oh, what are you doing? What the fuck, what man? What the fuck? Yeah, and he, she's like, did you open my door? And he's like, no. Obviously, I, I'm here having night terrors. So night terrors. And uh, so she goes back to bed, and she makes sure she locks the door. Uh, so she goes right to sleep, and she wakes up in the morning, and she's late. She's just, she's got to get ready for her job interview. And on her way out of the house, she sees that Keith has left her a little note. And he says, um, I'll be back later. And he, uh, and I had a great time last night. And I had a great... And also leave the key in the box. Yes. So I can get back in. 
And that, yeah, he had a great night. And she's like, tee <laughs> <laughs> Even though they had that uh, weird interaction that night. Uh, so she goes to her job interview, and it seems like it's going really well. So good for ch- good for Tess. Good for Tess. She's got Hard ambition. Hard-working woman. She's a, she's a working girl. Um, but the interviewer asks where she is staying, and she tells her, and she's like, oh my god, you, you shouldn't you be there. You should not be there. Get That's, the fuck out. Yeah, and as she's driving back, we get a good look around where she's staying, and it's dilapidated, it is trashed, it is... Most of the houses look abandoned. Yeah, lots of yeah. It's just not a safe place. The only house that looks decent is the house she's staying in, and it's cute. It's, it's cute. A cute little house. It yeah. d- sticks out like a sore thumb. It sure do. Uh, and so she's she gets to the house, and as she's walking inside, this homeless guy starts running at her and yelling at her. He's like, "Don't go in that house, little girl. Don't go in that house, little girl." Which is scary. That is scary. I think he could have approached her in a different way, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, he could have. He could have. But, uh. Also, little girl. Little girl. That woman in her 30s. She beautiful, <laughs> but she in her 30s. She's older. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so she gets inside, and she locks the door, and she calls the cops. Um, but they don't come, because it's Detroit. The cops in Detroit, I guess, are really shitty and do not do their job. Well, I think they're understaffed. Is probably the issue is that they're understaffed and there's a lot of crime. That's true. Not many cops. That's a lot of crime, and that is not a good mix uh, for Detroit. Um, So she's like, "Fuck!" (laughs) She wants to get out of there, Um, and so she starts packing her bags, and then uh, she has a cup of coffee or tea, something like that. I don't know, but she's she's got to use the bathroom now, and. but she, yeah, she goes to the bathroom and she sees that there's no toilet paper. So she's looking around all the he- all over the house for just uh, to see if she can find some. And then she sees some down in the basement, which uh, sorry, nice. <laughs> there's a, uh, there's a staircase that leads down into the basement. Um, so she goes down there, and the door closes behind her, and, and she locks. gets locked into yeah. the basement. And so she's like, "Well, shit!" And also, she left her phone. And she has the key. And she has the key. Cause, because she didn't get a chance to put it back because the, the, scary the man, yeah. Back. Yeah. And so she's looking around and then she finds a string and she starts pulling on that string and it opens a secret door. And she takes one look at it and goes, nope. Nope. Like Jordan <laughs> Peele's movie. I, you know, I really love her character. I think she's, she's a. She's smart, you know, and she's I think smart. a lot of people might look at her and be like, "Oh, she's stupid." She's brave and smart, I but yeah, say. and I, I think I don't know. Given the situation that she was in for going into the house in the beginning, I don't think that was like because you know Keith seemed pretty normal, right? Yeah, and 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 also she's in a scary neighborhood in Detroit, can't find a hotel, so I think you know she kind of had to take a leap of faith there and hope that Keith wasn't a psychopath, and he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Or maybe he was. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I guess you'll have to keep listening to find out. Yeah. Or watch it. I don't know. Um, or watch it. So she kind of positions a mirror to investigate. You know, she's, sh- she's shining a light through the hallway with the mirror. And she sees a doorknob. And I guess her curiosity gets the better of her. And she goes, she walks down this secret pathway. It's like kind of like a little hallway. And she opens the doorknob. 
opens the door, and inside of it is a gross bed. Disgusting. Gross Dirty bed. bed. Uh, a poop bucket. A camera. A camera, and a bloody handprint on the wall. Which, all those things are... Trouble. Trouble, trouble. Yeah, so she... Like, some, something something very bad and traumatizing happened in that room. Especially the bloody handprint. That really... Yeah. That really gives it away. Um, so, she's obviously freaked the fuck out at this point, and she's waiting. She, and, uh, she hears Keith come back, and there's a little basement window, and she starts banging on it to get Keith's attention. And, is, and it works, and so they're able to open up that little basement window thing. And she hands him the key. He gets inside and lets her out. And she's like, I, we got to get out of here. It's not safe. And he's like, well, what's going on? And she's like, I went down in the basement. There's a secret room there with a bed, a camera, and a bucket. And he's like... Like, I can't leave just because there's a room with a bed and a camera and a bucket. Well, he's like, yeah, it's the basement. Like, that's where you store all sorts of shit. And, and yeah. it's like, and I guess I can see his point. Right? He did say he was like... You know, I just didn't see it. I don't right. know. But again, this is one of those things that kind of highlights the different things that a man and a woman might face, the, the, those gender-specific issues that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So a woman can hear something like that and be like, Yeah, let's yeah, get the let's fuck, get the out, fuck of here. out of here. <laughs> right? But a man hears something like that. I gotta see this, actually. Well, and it's like, no, well, I think, you know, I think it's probably the more rational, you know? That's true. <laughs> I mean, because he didn't see it. And, if, and, and I think if you're... If you hear, okay, in a basement, there's a bucket and a bed and a camera, you'd be like, okay, well, that is weird, but not necessarily indicative of... I mean, she should have mentioned the bloody handprint, probably. Yeah. And I that, think that would have made him like, Yeah, oh, it was well. a poop bucket. Yeah. Like, she should have mentioned that, probably. But he's like, yeah, I can't afford to just race out of here. Like, you know, there's nowhere else really to go. And he's like, okay. Listen, stay stay put. Make sure the door doesn't close behind me. I'm going to go check it out. I just don't want to get locked in the basement. And she's like, okay, fine, fair enough. And and Keith doesn't want her to leave. Keith likes her. They like each other. They I like think. each other. It's a sweet romance. Um, but so he goes down into the basement. And um, she's like, hey, did you find it? And he's like, yeah. And then... She's like, she calls out for him again. She goes, Keith, and no he answer. answer. He doesn't answer. And she's like, Keith, <laughs> no answer. Keith! And, and there's like worrisome in her voice starting yeah, like shaky. Yeah, and oh man, she's such a good actress. Oh. She does this so well. So good. Oh my gosh. Um, so she, her, you know, the worry and concern gets the better of her. Because she's, Keith is, or Tess is a good person. Um, and so she goes to investigate and she goes into the creepy camera bedroom with the poop bucket and he's not in there no. and she's she's perplexed she's like where could he have gone and she's looking around and behind her she notices that there's a wall that is slightly ajar and it's a secret un- door yeah it's another an- one another secret door so and she's called and it, there, it's a tunnel it's a scary tunnel and she with start, stone stairs with stone stairs down. going down and she's calling for Keith, and she's calling for Keith, and calling for Keith, and eventually she hears him go, help, Tess, help! And we were like, don't do it. Don't do it, <laughs> don't, Tess. Don't, don't do it, it's a trap. But again, this is one of those moments where it's like, okay, if you, it's easy as you're watching a horror movie that you know is a horror movie to say, okay, don't go down there, but 
you're in this situation, right? You hear someone who is really nice is calling for help, right? And you also know that the cops are not going to come because you tried calling them earlier. So your human self is like, I got to help this other human out. Yeah, so it's like, like, do you just leave if they're calling for help? So I think probably you would be very torn in that situation. Also in the real world, you wouldn't expect like anything truly super bad you know? yeah i mean it, it could definitely be a, a trap a trap like maybe he's trying to like buffalo bill her yeah. or something <laughs> he's asking for help but he's <laughs> playing and and, and and that would have been an entirely different movie but so she goes down the tunnel to go help keith and it's this long dark scary tunnel and she passes by this little section that has dog cages and it's yeah. super scary. Yeah. And she finally, she runs into Keith. And he's freaking the fuck out. And he's like, so, there's somebody down here. And something bit me. And he's like, we need to go this way. And she's like, no, this is the way out over she's here. She's like, no, <laughs> let's not. He's like, no, it's over there. And he, so we think he's trying to pull her deeper deeper into this tunnel for nefarious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not. Because <laughs> we see this scary creature monster naked lady tall naked lady big saggy titties she and she slams keith's head in because he well he screamed and so she yeah she starts slamming his head into the wall poor keith keith he would have treated her so right he would have (laughs) i guess keith i guess teeth wasn't meant to be no rip (laughs) keith rip keith and then at the end it shows tess like terrified standing still stunned and then it switches to a completely hard cut, different hard cut. movie almost. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I, I what? The, there's so much brilliance in this movie. I cannot even tell you. Uh, but so it's we're uh, nice. We are hard. We've hard cut to a beach, and we have we see Justin Long driving a little. Yeah, Justin Long again. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We love Justin. Long. <laughs> we love <laughs> Justin Long. Um, but he's driving next to the beach and he's singing <laughs> and he's just having the time of his life and he's and then he um he gets a phone call I guess he's like an actor yeah he's or he's in Hollywood in some way yeah it, it never specifies what exactly he is um so he gets this phone call and it's it maybe his team or people like his agency yeah, or something I'm, that works on like a TV show. Yeah, we're unclear, but they tell him that this woman he's working with, Megan, is accusing him. AJ is his name in the movie of sexual uh, misconduct. Sexual misconduct. Yeah, and you don't want to hear that. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, is is she saying I raped her?" And they're like, "Yes, that's exactly what she's saying." And she's not comfortable working with you. So yeah. he's dropped, essentially. Yeah, basically. And, and then he, they also tell him that he's probably going to get in big trouble. And that he should probably and get a lawyer. jail time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he goes and he talks to his financial advisor. And he, he again, he's stressing his innocence here that he did not do anything to this Megan lady. Um, but he's talking to his financial advisor that he's going to need lawyers and all this jazz and his his lawyer, his, his financial advisor's like you don't have any money. You spend too much money, you don't have any money, and especially these these people, the lawyers are going to wipe you out. And then he asks like, "Okay, well, should I I have some houses? Can I sell some properties?" And the the financial guys like, "Well, yeah, you can. It'll get you a couple months maybe, but you know, <laughs> you're you're broke." <laughs> 
And so AJ's like, fuck. Um, so AJ decides that he is going to sell his properties, a Michigan property to be exact. And he goes to fly down to Detroit and start putting his ducks in a row. So, um, the Barbary Street. The Barbary Street. And he walks in and he sees Keith's and Tess's stuff all over the place. And he's like, what the fuck? Is somebody yeah, squatting he thinks in he my has house? A squatter, so or? he calls the agency and he's like, Who, what's going on? Has anybody been here? And they're like, nope, nobody's been there. Not in a few weeks. They, yeah. they, 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 I'm sure they left. And then he's like, well, don't you clean the place? And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, not until not until we get a new uh, person coming in, but yeah. So he's really frustrated with that, and um, he's he goes into the bathroom and he's brushing his teeth and getting all situated, and he's talking to his mom on the phone, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, I didn't do that stuff. She's a lying bitch, and da 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 da. And his mom's like, well, don't use that language, and we know you would never do something like that, and you know we can kind of see why he's the way he is maybe yeah. and i guess he doesn't have a good relationship with his dad <laughs> yeah either. he's kind of so um you know his mom is kind of seeing him as this sort of like innocent person and at this moment we actually don't know if the claims that are made against him are true and false uh but he starts getting another call and he, he hangs up on his mom <laughs> and hits his friend and he goes what up faggot <laughs> what up <laughs> <laughs> so we're like oh wow okay he's oh, really okay. a, a douchebag yes and so he goes out later that night with his friend, and, and Gets they're drunk. yeah they're drinking and and his friend's like, so you can trust me, dude. Like, just tell me what really happened. I read the stories, but like, just tell me. I want to hear it from you. And he's like, yeah, straight up, straight up. I'm gonna tell you what happened. He's like, I'm a persistent guy. I wasn't like, come here, bitch. I'm gonna rape you. But I'm a persistent guy. <laughs> yeah, so, like she, she said no a few times, but like I I talked her into it. So at this point, we realized he's definitely guilty of, of sexual misconduct. Yes, 100%. of the things that he was accused of. Um, and then he goes home that night and he calls Megan and he's like, "Listen, I'm not mad at all. I'm just, I just want to say sorry. So just call me back and, and I can say sorry again. And I'll say sorry again. And it's like, oh my god. Like if I did anything wrong that night, like I didn't know. Oh he's fucking <laughs> Justin." Justin, Justin Long. He's Actually, such a good actor. what the fuck actor. was his name? AJ. AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's such a good actor. He he brings so much comedic value to the movie. It's He's just, he's just, he's good, got good screen presence. He does. I mean, honestly, everybody in this movie is so good. And I love how they cast it, right? Because oh, Bill yeah. Skarsgård is so, <laughs> like, known for, he's kind of creepy. Look, he's handsome. He's handsome, but, but he's like got in a that kind of creepiness to him. And he, he looks like Pennywise. Right, like, and we know him as Pennywise, and we know him from all of his horror roles, so when you see him in it, you're expecting that he's going to be bad, right? And yes. then you get a, uh, Justin Long, who's so lovable, and <laughs> so... You know, he's just, we just, you just like Justin Long. You can't help it. I was actually watching a YouTube video about barbarians and I was looking at the comments and one of the comments was saying how it kind of subverges your expectations. So you expect Keith to be like a bad guy, but he's not. And then you expect Justin Long to be like a good guy, but he's He's not. not. And then you like think the monster lady is like the monster, but in reality, the monster is her father yeah it 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 subverts all your expectations what is really which is what a good horror movie does yes um but so yeah he's not a good person (laughs) and he wakes up the next morning 
He's thrown up in the toilet. Okay, but his full whole, ass body, his whole head in is the toilet, in whole the hand toilet. in the toilet, and his head. I'm like, and he's, Justin Long, you know <laughs> why? That's and, disgusting. And he's looking at, um, you know, Keith's gross fuller toothbrush. Yeah, he's like, I, I'm sure Justin Long is also judging the person who put their toothbrush on the floor. I agree. And so, yeah, he's again, he's starting to look around through their stuff. And also, <laughs> I think it's funny, he's going through um, uh, Keith's suitcase, and Keith has a copy of Jane Eyre <laughs> in his suitcase. <laughs> he's got one of her novels in there. I can't remember which one it was, but... Um, pretty funny pretty <laughs> that funny. he's got that in his suitcase like, who are and then justin long's like who are you people who are you people yeah and then he finds uh yeah tess's t- uh, computer but he can't get into it and he puts in like a password like he knows yeah he's what just, it could be yeah um and then rudely throws it across yeah on the like Puh. he's a dick bro he's a duck man but he goes he goes he sits in the kitchen and he sees the keys on the table tess's keys on the table and he hears a noise and he thinks he has squatters in the basement so he goes to the basement door and he starts shining down there he's like i got a gun (laughs) come out now and i won't shoot you in reality he just has like a kitchen knife doesn't he or i don't know i think at this point he's like only holding a cup of coffee or something (laughs) But he goes, he gets back, puts his clothes on, and he's like, he's talking himself up. He's like, I'm a fucking man. I'll fuck you up. And then at this point, he does grab a knife, I think. Right, yes. Right? And so he goes down there, and um, he sees the mirror that Tess had propped up, and he finds the creepy rape room. Yes. And then he's like, oh. Oh. And then the next scene, it's, can you add square foot? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to see if he can add the square footing to his house. So he and not he, worried about the yeah, basement. and exactly. And again, this is one of those moments where it highlights the perception of. Although I think any normal person, if they saw that, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" But he's not a normal person. Nah, he's worried about getting his money's worth. Yeah, so <laughs> he starts. He grabs his tape measure and he starts oh, measuring <laughs> the creepy, dirty room <laughs> with the poop bucket. And like and he it, sits on the bed. He's like, "Oh, gross." Yeah, and then he oh he finds God. the secret tunnel, and he's, he's like, "Oh, he's, fuck he's, yeah!" He's like, "Oh, hell yeah, bitch!" <laughs> and he starts. Uh, measuring and he even just fearlessly going yeah, down there yeah he even finds the weird dog cages and measures around those too yeah <laughs> he doesn't care but the but what stops him is a room and the tv it has a tv on and it's about breastfeeding your baby yeah well he yeah he sees the light and he goes and investigates because he thinks somebody might be down there and there is somebody down there um so yeah he's looking at this room and he has his tape measurer kind of hooked onto where he was uh and then it starts wiggling right and he but but in this tv room i should add there's blankets all over the floor there's a bed it's kind of just like crusty dusty and there's like a, a tiny box tv that's old yeah yeah and um so the tape measure starts wiggling, and he's like, oh, shit, <laughs> what is that? And then he sees the creature lady. And actually, she is referred to as the mother 
if the you mother. Read, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which I think is fitting. It but, is fitting. You know, she's yeah. the mother. So we'll, that's what we shall call her from now on. She's my mother. What? <laughs> so he starts running away from the mother, obviously. And he runs into a pit, or he falls into a pit. And who else is in there but Tess? She survived. But she is worse for wear and tear. She's she's not looking so hot right now. Um, and then we hard cut, and it's I, I think it's actually supposed to be like the 80s, because they say that uh, we hear a radio, and they say that Reagan's running for president, and we are, we're still at the Barbary Street house. But, but the... The uh, street looks a lot better and clean. Yes, it's clean. It's nice. And People we, are living there. Yeah, we're fo- and then so we're following this one guy, Frank. He's an older guy, and he is going to the store and looking for baby stuff. Can I get plastic sheets? Yeah, he and he he tells the lady working there that he's gonna have a home birth, and so she hands him a breastfeeding video. Hmm? Oh. 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 And, uh, diapers. Yeah, diapers and all the things you would need for a baby. And um, and so he leaves the store, and then he starts stalking a, a lady. A lady. Which I love how this is filmed. Um, I, I don't know how to describe how it's filmed, but, like, it just follows him. Yes. And it's just, it, it's just so good. It's yeah, so good. Cinematography in this movie is really great. Um, so then he puts on, well, we've his name is Frank. And then, but he puts on a suit, like a kind of like an electrician suit, maybe, and it says Carl on it. I think, right? Carl's not Frank. Carl is not Frank. What's up with this? But he goes, and the lady he was following, he knocks on her door, and he tells her that there has been some issues uh, with I don't know. I don't, I don't know what he says. But like there, there were there was an outage or, out, so yeah. we're just checking. And so she lets him in. And he goes into the bathroom, and he unlocks her bathroom window. He turns on the sink to, like... Drown out the noise. Drown out, and, and then yeah. unlocks it. Um, but, and he leaves after that. And he's going home, and then he, he runs into his neighbor, and his neighbor's like, Hey, we're selling the house. This place is going to hell. We're afraid if we don't move out now, we won't... If we don't move out now, we won't be able to move out next year. Yeah, he's like, are you going anywhere? And he's like... I'm not going anywhere. Exactly. And so he walks into the home, and he opens up the basement door, and we hear screaming. And the house, I also love how they just completely changed the house, too. Like, it's Mm -hmm. been renovated, and it, like, totally looks like an 80s house. Yeah, yeah, all the small details, really. And you could watch this movie an infinite amount of times and kind of... Find new things, yeah. Find new things to marvel at um so we cut back to aj and tess (laughs) and he's freaking out and he's like i don't want to be in here and And tess is like don't freak out that's what makes her like yeah crazy yeah that's it makes her mad and um but i love he's like i don't want to be here and she's like you think i want to be here (laughs) he's a man baby basically basically and then (laughs) So they kind of have, like, this grate kind of thing up top of them in this little pit that they're in. And through one of the holes, we see a bottle. A dirty bottle. A super dirty bottle. coming out of it. And what's in that bottle? No uh, nobody clue. Nobody knows. Mm-mm. And we'd rather not. And we... And he, she tries to... The, the mother is trying to get AJ, AJ to drink the mystery substance. And he won't. 
he won't. But Tess is like, just drink it, drink it. <laughs> like, and then the the mother turns the bottle over to Tess, and she drinks it. <laughs> I guess you do what you can to survive, right? And I guess that is probably how she survived. But it does it does beg the question: like, what is in that thing? Yeah, <laughs> like, what, what, what is, is in it? it? Um. So and then, but it pisses off the the mother that AJ won't drink. And so she hops down there, and she takes the grade off, she hops down in there, and she and Tess is like, don't you see, she just wants you to be her baby. And she hugs the mother, and she's, I mean, she's, like, terrified, but, you know. The, the mother, like, really puts Tess, like, right on her tit, like. Yeah, close, a nice little motherly snuggle. Nice little motherly snuggle. And then know. she starts to get closer to AJ. AJ screams. <laughs> <laughs> which enrages her. So she picks him up, and she hops out of the place. And AJ drops uh, his light. Yeah, he, he had a flashlight down there with him. And Tess sees an opportunity to escape. And so she is able to crawl out of the pit. And meanwhile, uh, <laughs> AJ has been drugged into the breastfeeding room? The, with the TV? With the TV, and the mother is trying to get AJ to breastfeed. But, you know, AJ being a little bitch, you yeah. know, if he wants to survive, he just gotta suck, suck on a little titty. Suck that titty, guy. Suck that titty. If you wanna live, I guess, actually, there's a deleted scene that came out, and I watched it, where the mother bites the head off a rat. Ew. And then tries to, like, get him to eat the chewed up rat. I'm kinda glad they left that out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's just kind of off. It's kind of, I mean, yeah. I'm the, glad that we got the titty, the titty scene. The titty scene is better. Yes, the yeah. titty scene is way better. But, uh, yeah, so Tess, meanwhile, is trying to make her escape. And she gets out of there. But the mother does hear her, that she's making a commotion. Because she kind of stepped over the, yeah, the uh, tape measure. The tape measure. The mm-hmm. But she busts out the basement window. Because she the door has been locked behind her. The basement door. Again. Uh, but So she breaks open the basement window. And she starts crawling out. And that homeless man, who had been yelling at her earlier, pulls her out. And then it, she has a scene of the, of the mother... Grabbing at her from the yeah, basement Yeah, we see window. her in the basement window. But Tess escapes. And um, so, yeah, the, the homeless guy saved her. Thanks. The homeless guy's like, you got to get out of here. Yeah, he's like, get out of here. He's like, come nighttime or whatever he says. Yeah, that's it. what he says. He's like, come nighttime. She's going to come out. She's going to come out and look for you. Yeah. And then Tess is like, oh, my God, there's someone else down there. Like, he could die. And then, like, the homeless man's like, fuck him. Yeah, that doesn't matter. So she goes, she runs, she's trying to find help. Um, and meanwhile, AJ has act- left the breastfeeding room, and he's kind of, you know, it's dark down there, and these hall, these this tunnel kind of has different pathways, and it kind of seems to be endless. But he does find like a cable and a bell, and so he's following this area, and he finds a door, and the mother is approaching him, but you can tell she doesn't want to get close to that area. Yes, so she just leaves him alone. And he enters the room. And he finds an old man in there. And it's a dirty old room. And there's a TV in there. And it's just That's just gross. static. Yeah. And, and so meanwhile, we cut over to Tess. And she has found cops. <laughs> and these cops are like not helpful at all they think she's on crack they think she's a drug addict and she's like no there i have been held a prisoner for i don't know how long 
they're like, do you have your ID on you? And she's like, I don't have anything on me. Um, but I was prisoner. Yeah, I was a Which, pr- like, I don't care how much crime. Like, that's a pretty big crime to be held pr- prisoner and should I'm- be taken seriously. But these, these cops. You know, I could see that happening in real life, though. Yeah, me too. Uh, are you on crack, lady? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. But she does manage to get them over to the house. And she's like, he's in there. We got to break it in. We got to break the door down. And they're like, get away from the door. You are not breaking into this house. The only people being charged is you if you break break in. in, Right. And he's like, the cop's like, listen, you just got to sleep this off. And she's like, I'm not drunk. I am not high. I'm not a crazy person. But they don't believe her. And they get another call while they're there. And they drive off. And they don't help. Meanwhile... AJ is down in this room, and he's trying to kind of help the guy. He's like, listen, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get help. We're going to bring the cops down here, and they're going to see all this terrible stuff that's going on. And the old man is gesturing over to a nightstand, and so AJ moves the nightstand over there for him. And AJ's kind of still looking around, and he sees all these video tapes. Red-headed girl. Uh, puke girl. Uh, yeah, just screaming girl, screaming girl. You know, all these just t- tons and tons of tapes with off-putting names. Yeah, and he um, puts one of these tapes into the the TV, and he's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "You're sick. You're gross. Like, what is this? What's wrong with what you? What is wrong with you?" Um, what and but what? Why the guy wanted his nightstand was that he had a gun in it. The fuck and is wrong with you? Himself in the head, probably because AJ hey. was like, "I'm bringing I'm up talking to you, fuck. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't want to get caught. He, I guess that's a preferable way for him to go. Um, I mean, he was already one one step in the deathly world. Yes. So, so AJ picks up the gun and he runs. While he's doing that, um. Tess throws a brick in the window so she can get back into the house. Get her keys. To get her keys. Yep, and so she goes out, she gets into the car, and it's pretty much nighttime by this point, and the mother comes out. And so uh, Tess runs her into the wall. <laughs> runs pins- her against the house. Yeah, she, yeah, against the house, and she pins her up against the house, and she should be dead, but she's not. She should be. But, so- I mean, but anyway, so she gets out of the car, she goes to try to find AJ in these tunnels, and AJ's running with the gun, and she's running down the hall, and he can't see who it is, and he shoots her. <laughs> and now she's on the floor, and he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And, I didn't see. And, but they, they are able to get out of the house, and the mother is gone. The mother, she's like, I w- she was there, she was there. He's yeah. like, well, where we go now? Yeah. I know a place. Well, well she doesn't have her... Her car is wrecked, and then AJ left his car keys in the tunnel, and for obvious reasons, they're not going back in there. Um, so she says she knows where to go. The because the old man, the homeless guy, told her he lives by a water tower. Oh yeah, I was about to say like, how did she know yeah. where this he man told resided? Her, yeah, that he lives by the water tower. So they make their way over there. The homeless man finds them, and then he has like this specific hole in the in the gate that surrounds the water tower tower, and he's able to let them in. And um, AJ saying he's really concerned, he's really worried for Tess because she's been shot in the abdomen. And um, he's like, I don't know if I'm a bad person, but I did a bad thing. I just need to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> and so we think he's, he's you know, turning a leaf. and just Turning a leaf and starting to be a good guy. 
Yeah, and um, so the homeless man starts explaining to them what the thing, the mother is, and he basically says that, well, the mother's not the worst thing in that house, and she's, he's referring to Frank, yeah, and that he basically captured women, raped them, and then... They had babies, and he raped, had babies with the babies. the babies. Yeah, and what happens when you make a copy of a copy of a copy... You get the mother. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, he's like, she's just a cra- crazy lady living in that house. <laughs> yep. And so I guess I guess the mother is an incest lady. An incest lady. And you kind of, you feel for the mother just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. you know, Frank, what a douche. Because she, she wasn't the worst thing in that house. Yeah. It really was Frank. Yeah, what a douche, you know. And so they're like, hey, h- how do you know we're safe in here? And he's like, man... She ain't been in here for like 15 years. And then right as he says that, the mother comes in. in (laughs) It's so comical. She rips his arm off and starts beating him with it. (laughs) Uh, It's so ridiculous. And so, yeah, they, they, uh, AJ and Tess leave and they AJ are, is just fucking out of there while Tess is like yeah, limping and she's it. like and she's like wait for me. me yeah they go up the and water he has tower a gun yeah girl. yeah yeah and that's he's right here in the dust but yeah they can't find the exit or the entrance that they had gone through and so they go up the stairs around the water tower and um, she's lagging behind but she's like Keith or not Keith AJ you're gone and he picks it up he tries to like but then he fumbles with it and drops it of course he does yeah so she makes her way to the top and the mother is right behind them and then aj he's like you can't get out of here but i can i can still save myself i can still save and so he takes her by the hair and tosses her down the water shaft or the water tower here's your baby go get your baby go get your baby and the mother she does she She dives off the water tower to save tess and tess lands on top of the mother and so yeah aj goes down to check on and he realizes she's still alive and he's like you were slipping anyway i uh i had no choice i'm saving you i'm helping you i'm saving you i'm like total double down went back yeah (laughs) so awful um, I'm gonna save you now, Willie. You just slipped. Fuck. Yeah, and then uh, the mother is still alive, and so she takes AJ by the head, and you know Justin Long, he just can't seem to keep his eyeballs in movies, <laughs> <laughs> and she gouges out his eyeballs, and then like, rips his head in half. Rip, yeah, pretty much rips his rips his head in half. So AJ is no more, and then the mother turns to. Poor Tess, and she's she like, still sees Tess as her baby. Yeah, and she's trying to save her, and she wants and to take bring her, her home. Back. Yeah, but Tess is shot. She's really hurt. She just got thrown off a water tower. She's like, I can't. And I can't. she and yeah, we can tell that Tess kind of feels sympathy for the mother, right? And and the mother's like, and and then like she pokes her nose a little bit. Yeah, Tess's nose. Well, she gives her like a oh, like her fingers. And then puts it on her head. And so, but t- the gun is right next to Tess, and she puts the gun against the mother's face. And she doesn't realize what's happening. The mother doesn't. And she shoots her. Which, you know, probably... A good thing. For the best. As much as I feel for the mother, you know. She lived a miserable life, I'll I, say. And also, I can't, I can't forgive her for killing Keith. Yeah, exactly. And uh, then, yeah. Tess gets up. <laughs> the sun she- is rising starts walking and, and then be my little be my, my baby what are you 
you singing? I don't know. Be my, be my baby. Oh, you're be my. Okay, uh, you're but done. I'm you're, done. You're done. They play be my little baby. Be my little <laughs> which baby. You don't know the words to. No. <laughs> Isn't it? It's not be my baby. It goes at first. be my, be my, be my little baby. Tess is alive and she walks away a lot. You know, shot and traumatized for life. And that's the end of the movie. And that's the end of the movie. And uh, I love it. Me too. Great movie. There were some, like, questions I have about it. Like, yeah, but you know what? Honestly, I am willing to suspend, suspend my belief in reality. Yeah. If a movie makes it easy for me, right? Because, like, obviously, an incest-created person isn't going to make a creature like the monster. No. <laughs> who survives getting hit by a car and you know, jumping off a water tower. But... I was reading something really funny, actually, about what the director was saying about if um, if there's going to be a sequel. And he's like, well, I have two options. You know, we can either follow Frank around and to see. But he's like, I don't want to make that movie. It's too creepy. It's yeah. too weird. Yeah. And he's and he was like, or <laughs> the mother survives and now she has to integrate into into society. Oh, my God. That would be so and you funny. Know what? I, I would watch that movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a really fun movie really fun definitely a ride when you're watching it for sure yeah <laughs> we were like what did we just watch what did we just watch yeah yeah but also it, all the hard cuts like to where it's like a different movie vibe it's like it's awesome yes honestly. i definitely recommend 10 out of 10 yes oh good movie just to finish this out speaking of horror movies i saw scream six last night Oh, is that with uh, Jenna Ortega? Yes. Is it ass? Yes. Uh, you yeah, know, I, it, I think it was better than Scream 5. Still not great. Definitely nowhere near barbarian level. No. But, uh, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like it's just too many Scream movies. Too many. Because at some point, it's, you're just going to lose, like, what it was in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, well, and Wes Craven is no longer with us and so obviously he's not working on these movies anymore um but it's like let let movies die and uh, and i think barbarian is such a good example of what you get <laughs> when you do something fresh yes and original mm-hmm. right you get just a stellar movie that blows your mind that you've never seen before and i think i really wish hollywood would let certain franchises die scream mm-hmm. halloween mm-hmm. it's like you know just let it die unless you're gonna bring back something really original or something that can kind of create the feeling that the first one did but even better like i think they the remake that halloween did a couple of years ago when they first kind of started up the franchise again was really good was this with um uh jamie lee curtis jamie lee curtis yeah um, and that was kind of like the first one back in a while. And I think they did a really good job with that. But, you know, I just think there's so many horror movies out. And I think horror horror is definitely one of those genres where you can be as imaginative as you want to be. Oh, right? for sure. Because just in Hollywood in general, uh, making these cookie cutter movies that we've seen a hundred times before, uh, it, 
it's it's just it's a it's a big problem, right? But mm-hmm. again, in, in horror, that you can do literally anything you want. You can make movies like Hereditary and oh, so good, yeah, that Midsummer, so good. Um, oh, another good movie, yeah. And I, I and a Smile was good. It, smile I mean, there was are good. so many good movies out there that are just totally fresh and, and unique and Barbarian being yeah. one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. I think I've seen some other good ones, but I think Barbarian takes the cake of 2022 for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, stop with the with all the remakes. Stop stop being money hungry. Yeah, make something balls to the walls. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um we booked an Airbnb yeah. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So, uh we we got to go uh do that. We we're, we're going to go there. I hope we don't run into any incest babies. Incest babies with with them titties i'm in detroit i'm sure it's fine yeah i'm, I'm sure we'll be fine <laughs> okay thanks for listening see you bu- next bu- time bu- bu- <laughs>